Welcome to another Monday edition of Second City Sports live and in living color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Along with Miss Lakina McGee, I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter in the IG SCK80. Once again, SCK80. That's SIDKID80. That's SIDKID80. You follow me, Akina McGee, on the Twitter and Akina Score McGee on the IG. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps, whether it's Amazon, iTunes, or the Apple Play uh, Store, or Google Play. Mm. Wherever you get your apps, make sure that it says Sports Zone Chicago. You can watch our live shows, including this one, Second City Sports. If you miss any of our shows, there are kind of, you can go back and listen and watch them at your own leisure. Make sure you follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, that's Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to catch the audio version of this podcast, Second City Sports, you can by subscribing to War on Anchor. That's W-A-R-R on Anchor. We're available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. And speaking of War Media, you can follow those guys at War Media. Once again, at W-A-R-R Media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, at War Media. That's W-A-R-R Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. Yes, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We are unapologetically fun, and we have very definite opinions. Lakina, uh, going through life and just going through everyday situations, there's there's a lot of things that you already know. There's some things, especially when you're younger, that you don't know, and then there's some things that you don't know that you don't know. And then when you see some things, that play out that you thought that it was going to play out. It really, the, uh, the thrill is gone and it, it gets predictable. It gets tiresome. It gets boring. And, and then just at the end of the day, it just gets ridiculous. I am referring to the Chicago bears mm-hmm. after another bad loss uh, to a very good Baltimore Ravens team without Lamar Jackson, 16 and 13 uh, yesterday at soldier field at the lakefront. Lakina, we said what we had to say all year about this team. They're now three and seven. As the great Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. So it doesn't really give me pleasure to speculate on what's going to happen in the future. It'll probably slip in this conversation, I'm sure, at some <laughs> point, even though I don't want to go through it. I'm sure that people are going to speculate, uh, is Matt Nagy gone? Uh, what happens to this team in the future? I really don't want to have that conversation, but I'm sure it's going to slip in here at some point. I'm just trying to minimize it. And then I'm thinking about uh, what's the philosophy of this organization going forward? Do we even know? And how bad is it behind the scenes? It, it, it just gets tiresome. It gets annoying. And it just... I'm just running out of words to say because what is there to be said that hasn't already been said? Maybe you can help me out. I don't know. (laughs) Well, look, I I think, well, here's, here's something that, uh, something a little about Mr. Uh, Tyler Hunley. He is a two year uh, rookie. Well, not, he's not rookie. He's a two year guy coming out of Utah. We'll talk about what he did. His alma mater did got a big win a little later on the show, but he's only, He's only uh, started five times in his career, and he literally, like, literally, like, last minute, you know, like, a couple hours before the game, because it looked like Lamar Jackson, whatever it was, whether it was, you know, cold or flu or whatever, 
and you know, unfortunately, he didn't. You know, he didn't get a chance to practice very much. And look, they were short, and the, the Ravens were shorthanded. You know, they didn't. They didn't have not only didn't they didn't have Lamar, they didn't have you know, Marquise Hollywood Brown. You know who was banged up with an ankle injury. There was some other injuries that they've had. And also, too, not only that, but also the other injuries that the Ravens have had, you know, guys on IR and things like that. But, you know, look, you got to give them credit. I mean, that's, you know, so I heard somebody, a couple people say earlier, it's coaching. That's coaching, you know. That's the fact that, you know, Hunley was able to kind of, you know, overcome some of those things. You know, he had an earlier session with Tashawn Gibson, but you know he led on a game-winning drive. I don't know who, I don't know which defense missed out on Sammy Watkins. Who you know that was just like busted coverage or blown coverage, or whatever. But you know then he had Justin Fields go out with a, a rib injury. But uh, we don't know when he got the rib injury. Was it because from a hit or was it because of the accumulation of injuries? So we don't really know where all of this sort of you know transpired. You know with the with the. Uh, Sorry about that, folks. With the uh, with the with the rib injury, so you know it, it just look. I mean, the defense did what they were supposed to. They kept the Bears in it, but the problem is, is that you know they didn't make the plays when they had to, and they didn't make the plays when it counted. So give the, the Ravens credit. The fact that they were able, that they this this team won seven games with virtually uh you know a bunch of you know veteran guys who probably weren't on the team earlier this year. So and that's for the Bears. Look, the Bears are you know, look. They are. I'm going to channel the, the the late great late great Denny Green. Like they are who you thought they were. And look, I, I mean, they're going to have a short week. You know, unfortunately, you know, they're going to be playing the Lions on Thanksgiving. You know, who knows if that'll be? You know, I don't know. You know, that's not a gimme. I know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's just a. That, that 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 whole game was just weird from start to finish, and it was just, you know. And then we had a number one team on the um on the uh, show so on the on the game, and but you know they, you know Romo did what he could to kind of try to you know make it a little less you know terrible, but it, it just it wasn't going to happen. But uh, I don't know what, what what how do you feel about the game yesterday, Sid? Uh, first, uh, if you want to comment on to, uh, today's show or any of our topics during uh, during our show today, you can do so by going to. Uh, Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Once again, Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube or Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook. Type in your questions or comments and we'll uh, answer them for you. Lakina will get them up on the screen. But if you decide to do something stupid or decide to troll, uh, Lakina will give, politely give you the boot. Bye-bye. Now, as far as giving the boot on the review of the game yesterday, of course, uh, uh, worst case secret amongst our listeners and viewers. Uh, I... Uh, I watched the Bears game via my DVR because there are other games that are interesting. They're airing on at the, at the same time. We'll get to those games uh, coming up uh, uh, later on in this hour. But uh, as far as the game yesterday, Lakina, I actually like the Bears' uh, first uh, drive in the first quarter. As we said on Friday, uh, how the Bears will come out, it will tell you how uh, the game is going to be. Of course, they were in shots just like everybody else said. Lamar Jackson wasn't playing, but the offense moved the ball well. David Montgomery, even though he didn't have the yards, we'll break down the stats in just a moment. But David Montgomery looked looked good. The offensive line, as we said before, they have been hit and miss all year. They're great when it comes to run blocking, but everything else is just not good. But that first drive was good, and then Cairo Santos has been in a funk uh, the last couple of weeks after his field goal streak was snapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, he missed the field goal, and I think that killed momentum right there. Uh, but the Bears somehow, someway was in that game thanks to the defense with uh, six sacks and all. It was great for Robert Quinn to show up. He had three and a half of them. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he's been hit and miss all year, too. It was nice to see him show up finally. Uh, the secondary outside of Jalen Johnson, as we said before, stinks. Uh, the linebacking core is okay. Rocross Smith, I know he's looking to get paid very soon, and he deserves his paycheck, by the way. But, Lakina, even after the Justin Fields injury, he's just, he just waiting for the Bears to make that big play. It did happen on the second throw from Andy Dalton uh, to Darnell Mooney, in the, which gave the Bears a short 7-6 lead. But after that, they just couldn't find a way to put the Ravens to bed. The Ravens, be honest with you, Lakin, just, um, just uh, going through those highlights, it's just I got the tone that if uh, – if it's somehow we find a way to win this game, even though on paper we're not supposed to without our best player, that's fine. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, a lot of their best players. And and look, that that's coaching. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what, you know, there, there was a fourth. They only needed, there was a fourth and one when Dalton came in. And I guess they were trying to do a wildcat to David Montgomery and it they missed horribly. And I don't know what, look, they only needed one yard. So I don't know why they tried to do the, do the uh the, the wildcat but like I, you said I, that's coaching <laughs> that's coaching look that look that's what coaching does i was like look john, john harbaugh has been able to find a way to do this with less and the fact that you know he should be right there in the consideration for coach of the year now as for the bears i mean look you already got people saying that should the bears lose to the lions on thanksgiving you know maybe they should you know just let Nagy go but but again at this point we just don't know what's going to happen so I think people need to kind of just, you know, slow down on, on that front. And, and look, I mean, as far as this, though, the, this, this bears team, I mean, look, the, 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 look, the Ravens did what they were supposed to do. They, they look, they did just enough to keep themselves in the game when they gave up that run, you know, that, that fourth and 11 that, you know, somehow, mm-hmm. you know, somehow Dalton found, found Mooney for the touchdown and, you know, it, it just, I don't know how, what happened there, but you know, that was another blown coverage. But the fact that the Ravens were able to come right back, you know, they were able to, you know, they had a pass interference, a uh, pass interference play that kept the drive going. But then after that play, you know, someone, I don't know who was supposed to have been getting, who, who's supposed to have been on Sammy Watkins. I, I don't know, was that supposed to have been Gibson? Was that supposed to have been, um, I, I don't know who, you know, somebody, somebody missed out on Sammy Watkins and, you know, he was able to kind of set it up and, Murray was, Murray was, I mean, uh, Devontae Freeman, I should say, we were able to, uh, to run it in for that game, end up being a game winning touchdown. And, and look, I mean, also to the sacks, you know, Tyus Bauer had a sack, you know, had a couple of sacks late, you know, sack Andy Dalton late. So that kind of sealed the win for them. And, and look, that, look, it's coach, look, they were out coached, they were outplayed. And look, the Ravens are telling, are showing you why they're seven and three. You're listening to Second City Sports, the Monday edition, live and in living color, right here on Sports Zone. Chicago City, Lakina here with you as we break down the Bears' uh, five-game losing streak, losing to the Baltimore Ravens yesterday on the late front, 16-13. Taking a look at some of the numbers from the Bears from yesterday's loss. Andy Dalton, as Lakina mentioned, he was 11 to 23 for 201 yards and two touchdowns. His uh, QB rating was a uh, 107.3. Justin Fields, who was injured early in the second half, he was four of 11 for 79 yards. Uh, he had a, a fumble as well. Rushing statistics David Montgomery, 14 carries for 58 yards. Uh, where did that go after the first quarter? It's not mm-hmm. his fault. It's, as you said, Lakina, it's coaching. Mm-hmm. Khalil Herbert, one carry for, uh, for no yards. Uh, the receiving department, even though Allen Robinson was missing yesterday due to injury, uh, Darnell Mooney stepped up five catches and a touchdown for 121 yards. And Marquise Goodwin, 
uh, had four catches, 104 yards, and that uh, Gore had touchdown at the time late in the game. Uh, did you catch Jim Nance's call? He he lost, almost <laughs> lost his voice. It's a touchdown. Oh, good way to, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was on a fourth and six, and Andy Dalton got hit because Baltimore was bringing the house. <laughs> Jim Nance was shot just like all of us was. <laughs> Right, I know, right? I mean, then, <laughs> yeah, that it was. A, <laughs> yeah, I know. He almost lost his voice there, but uh, yeah. I mean, look, it, look, it actually ended up being an okay game, but uh, look, unfortunately, if you're the Bears, I think it just showed that. Look, I mean, look, Wilkron will get his money. I think you know he, he led the team with 13 mm-hmm. tackles. You know, Robert Quinn, you know, had a had about three and a half sacks, but again, the defense unfortunately you know messed up late, so that's what mm-hmm. you know killed them late and. You know, and that's been the sort of thing with the defense. You know, they they give it a big drive. So yeah, they will play well for like maybe the first you know early parts of the game, but unfortunately, you know, late when the team really need them need needed them, they they didn't you know do what they're supposed to do. So unfortunately, it's all kind of you know a moot point. Yeah, you could blame all on, on injuries. The big guys not being there with Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, and Khalil Mack, but. They, as you just read six sacks as a defense yesterday. They couldn't make one more play. That, that that's inexcusable. And that last drive that Baltimore had, the Bears couldn't stop it. Four plays and they were down in your red zone. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that that whole that whole thing was just. Well, look, I think that the I think that I think that drive I think has described the Bears' season in that one drive. And I think that's yeah. sort of the thing that they that 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 drive started you know, the with the Bears season and and look I I feel like maybe you know look they're three and seven you know that they're not going to the playoffs and I I I don't know I'm at that I don't know so I'm at that point where I'm like let let's just get ready for next year if look yeah. if, if if Fields can't play then you know there's a good chance he might not. Okay, fine. You know, get Andy Dalton out there, or if not, some people have even said, you know, put Foles out there. I don't want to. I don't. Why? Wanna... Why you put Foles out there? Why? I don't like. I said I don't know why you would even put him out there at this point, but it, it's just, ugh, it, it's just terrible at this point. And and look, you can blame injuries, you can blame all this other stuff, but it's a combination of things. It's a combination of coaches, a combination of personnel, and just the fact that th- this team just isn't good enough. We've been saying it all year. Here's the question I want to ask our, our listeners and viewers. Uh, are you rooting for the Bears to lose on Thursday so Matt Nagy can go? Are you? We want to uh, uh, hear your responses on our Facebook page at Sports Zone Chicago or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Place your answers or questions or comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up on the screen for you. Are you rooting for the Bears to lose on Thursday, whether it's Justin Fields or Andy Dalton? Me personally, I think it's going to be Andy Dalton uh, uh, at the helm on Thursday. And we still haven't had an update yet on uh, Mr. Fields' condition. Right. But uh, if, you're, if you want to go this route, I'll go there with you, Lakina. I think uh, I think that head coach Matt Nagy will get what he wants. I'm a ride or or die with Andy Dalton, and it starts this Thursday at Detroit. And no matter what happens, he can say that I did it my way. Justin Fields wasn't ready yet. Uh, he yeah. got hurt, and he wasn't prepared. He had to learn on the fly. Andy Dalton is a veteran. I want Andy Dalton to start the season, which he did until he got hurt. Now I want him to start on Thursday, and despite what happens. He's if he's going to go down, talking about head coach Matt Nagy, he's going to go down his way, and if that's the case, this is really going to set this franchise back. 
I, I mean, what, what, what more can what more can you say? What else can be said at this point? Because mm-hmm. it, it's just for me, it's just like you know what? Let let's just get ready for next year. You're gonna have to be you're gonna be rid of some of these guys off the books. You know, guys like Hicks and you know A Rob and you know a lot of that money is gonna go off the books. Are you gonna give Rokron his money? If not, what else are you gonna do? So look, there's mm-hmm. still a lot to figure out, and look, they've got a lot of dead money. So. I would say just, you know, see what you can, you know, we can kind of just, you know, see what you have with some of the young guys and try to, you know, at least make it respectable. Finish like an eight or nine or seven and 10 because you're not going to the playoffs. You're not. Mm-hmm. There are too many good teams in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, wrapping up our, our recap, uh, taking a look at the numbers from the Baltimore Ra- Ravens. Um, Hundley, the, the, the second year quarterback, he had an interception off of 219 yards passing. He was 26 to 36. His QB rating was at an even 76. In the rushing department, Devontae Freeman, as you mentioned, Lakina had the game winning touchdown. He had 16 carries for 49 yards. Uh, Mr. Hundley, the QB, had seven carries for 40 yards. As we said before, uh, the Bears in, in recent history has had problems with the uh, scrambling quarterback, and yesterday was no exception. Latavius Murray had 10 carries for 32 yards. In the receiving department, we told you this on Friday, uh, Mark Andrews, he mm-hmm. had eight, car- eight catches rather for 73 yards, and Sammy Watkins, the, the former world champion of the from the Kansas City Chiefs, he had three catches for 48 yards. And we got our, our buddy Anthony Price. You know what's up, Anthony? You know, we always love it when new new people come in. He says mm-hmm. Nagy's been on the hot seat the last three games. Now, if you lose again to the winless Nias, he won't be the coach the next day. <laughs> Real? Are yeah. you sure about that, Anthony? Are you sure about that? Because you know this 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 regime does this Barry's regime does not like to do stuff you know in the middle of the season. So mm-hmm. you know I, I'm not so sure about that. But again, I'll I'll let you decide that one. Yeah, as we said before, Lakina, the McCaskies, they're great business decision makers, but when it comes to football, they have no clue. And I don't want to repeat myself over and over again about that. You're right, Mr. Price, and I appreciate your comments. Uh, uh, please keep supporting us. But if this was any other organization, Nagy would have been gone already. But uh, they get in, as we'll ask the question again, you can place your comments in our comment section at at uh, Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Are you room for the Bears to get embarrassed on Thursday? Because the whole world's going to be watching as uh, they're they're taking on the Wentless Lions team. Are you room for the Bears to get embarrassed? Will the McCaskies finally wake up in your minds? I don't think they will personally, but strange things that happen. It just hasn't happened around here. And that was going in the favor of going uh, taking this franchise to the uh, next level. Exactly. So we'll see what happens there. But with that said, you listen to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Sydney Brown. I'm Lakina McGee, and we'll talk. We'll talk the rest. Let's start talking about the rest of the uh, week, week eleven slate here, Sid. Uh, whilst we'll be doing our studs and does later on in the show, and you know, probably the probably one of the bigger upsets, and we'll do like the first. Noon game right off the bat. Buff, uh, Buffalo loses to Indianapolis 41-15. Jonathan Taylor had 185 rushing yards and four touchdowns. You know, if you had him on your fantasy team, you had a pretty good day yesterday. He he is a fourth player in Colts history to record multiple seasons with 10 rushing touchdowns at least. Joining the likes of Edron James, Marshall Falk, and Joseph Adai. Were you surprised by that upset? 
I was, especially the how many points that the Colts put up. I was surprised. But here's the thing for Buffalo, and I said this before, and I'll say it again. If your quarterback, Josh Allen, is your leading rusher, you're not going anywhere. And that's what happened yesterday. And Buffalo, I, they can run the football, but if you depend on Josh Allen to do everything, uh, that's, that's going to be problems for you. Um, the, their defense just had a bad day yesterday. The Colts came out with a great game plan. Carson Wentz actually looked like a healthy quarterback, even though he's still running on two bad ankles. He looked good on a couple of scrambles there. And so uh, Indianapolis kept it simple. Uh, shout out to head coach Frank Wright. Uh, they kept it simple, run the football and Car- taking the pressure off of Carson Wentz. Uh, the game plan worked, and they deserved the win. If you're Buffalo, this knocks you down a notch or two. We all talked about them perhaps going to the Super Bowl, being the top dog in the AFC. Well, Indianapolis um, gave them a buck kicking yesterday, say not so fast. Mm-hmm. Also, two, three interceptions for the defense, and that's sort of that definitely mm-hmm. stalled drives. And like you said, Sid, I mean, you know, you need to do your running game more. And like you said, Mac Marita Mac you know, was the one who led the. Uh, the Bills are rushing, but right after, mm-hmm. not too long behind him, you know, was Josh Allen. Like you said, you've got some capable running backs in Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Like, how about use them properly, more properly? Yeah. Okay, come on. All right, next up here, another probably not big up, not a somewhat of a minor upset. You had Washington being Carolina 27-21. Taylor Heideke had three touchdown passes. Four. Excuse me for uh, for Washington and you know, Terry McLaren. You know, got caught one of those touchdown passes, 103 receiving yards. Also, too, despite without Chase Young, their defense, you know, kept him at bay. And uh, you know, Cam Newton really didn't look too bad. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he threw for a couple of touchdowns. It, it's just that they didn't have the Fox in there. Yeah, the the running game was kind of was kind of out of uh, out of sync for, for the Carolina Panthers. I did check out some of that game yesterday live via my caputa. Like you said, Cam Newton, uh, all the with the, all the pomp and circumstance uh, coming back home. Uh, he didn't play that bad. I know he got sacked on the last play of the game, which preserved the win for the Washington football team. But give head coach Ron Rivera credit. Um, he knows Cam the best. Uh, that defense had a great game plan, even though I did pick Carolina on our show last Friday. Uh, they, they pressured him when they needed him most. Uh, Carolina, it was actually a surprising uh, high-scoring affair. They went back and forth, and just like the, Washington made the plays when they had to. So shout-out to Washington. Yeah, exactly. And and look, they're, oh, they're four and six, so they think they still have a shot to pass maybe getting, uh, getting into the division. I mean, getting back in the, in the wild-card spot. I mean, Logan Thomas should be back um, on Sunday. But, uh, yeah, and, and look, I think Carolina – I, I don't know what else you can say about Carolina at this point. I mean, you thought that maybe they were turning the corner when mm-hmm. with Cam back, but you know, it just didn't. That just wasn't the case there. All right, we'll do one more game before we go to break. Uh, you know, Cleveland just edged Detroit, thirteen uh, ten. Uh, Tim Boyle had who will, the Bears will probably be facing uh, on Thursday. He had th- uh, two interceptions, I should say. Uh, DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift uh, in the losing cause had uh, three hundred thirty six rushing yards. And a touchdown. Um, Nick Chubb in his first game back had 130 yards. Uh, Baker Mayfield just, you know, he's not going to get his money, folks. You know, two two interceptions, but it was actually their defense that kind of, you know, saved the day for them. And uh, what, real quick though, what do you think about that? What do you think about that game? 
One, LeVar Ayrton, I'm calling his first game for Fox. He didn't sound too bad. I'm not saying he's going to be the number one analyst on Then You Never Know, but he didn't sound too bad. Him and Gus Johnson uh, were, were fine on the broadcast. Number two, Detroit, I know uh, quarterback Jared Goff was missing, but they didn't play too bad. They was actually carried, as you mentioned, by their running game. But as we said before, they need some more playmakers on that squad, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They need a number one star wide receiver. Just right now, they don't have it. But their defense has been stepping up the last couple of weeks. And and what, what will they have in store for Chicago on Thursday? Who knows? But uh, the, the Detroit Lions, I know, like I said, we know record-wise they're terrible. But uh, then they are not as bad as people make them out to be. They just don't have the talent yet. No, they don't. And Cleveland were lucky to get out of there with a victory yesterday. I thought they were going to pour it on. That just, that just didn't happen. Exactly. Um, all right. And uh, 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 Mr. Price, you know, it's crazy how Las Vegas got the Bills going to the Super Bowl at five and one. So I don't know who, who's making the bets in sports, but well, that's, well, look, that's why we don't gamble here. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to take a really quick break and uh, we'll recast on the other games. And also to our studs and duds. And uh, we'll be right back with Second City Sports right here on Sports Zone Chicago. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That, that's going to be, we're going to say that three years from now, but at the automotivemap.com presents the sports flash on the sports zone, Chicago. NFL, the Bears lost their fifth straight following 16-13 at home against the Ravens. Chicago's Andy Dalton threw two touchdown passes after Justin Fields left the game with a rib injury in the third quarter. Chicago was on top 13-9 with a minute 41 remaining. The Ravens answered with a 72-yard touchdown drive. Devonta Freeman with a three-yard run with 22 seconds left to go ahead. The Ravens were playing without starting quarterback Lamar Jackson. He was ruled ineligible 90 minutes before kickoff. Quick turnaround for the Bears. They'll play this Thursday afternoon at Detroit. NHL the Blackhawks shut out the Canucks one to nothing. Chicago six ten and two with the win. Brandon Hagel with the only goal Chicago needed. Mark Andre Fleury with forty stops in net. NBA the Bulls beat the Knicks one hundred nine one hundred three. For lightning fast sports updates, download the Score app. It's free and one of the most popular sports apps in North America. I'm Chuck Sanders. Dance the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Finally. A bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. Now, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets during the Tempur-Pedic Black Friday event. 
Get full offer details at Tempurpedic.com. Welcome back to Second City Sports on live and in living color for Monday, right here on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Miss Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. We are recapping the week 11 action from the National Football League, the games that took place yesterday. Let's continue with another upset. Lakina, it was the Houston, Texas, picking up their second win of the season. They mm-hmm. defeated the Tennessee Titans by the score of 22 13. Ryan Tannehill, he cost me some points at fantasy, but that's a whole other <laughs> issue. With those uh, three interceptions, but he was 35 of 52 for 323 yards and a touchdown. Adrian Peterson carried the ball nine times for 40 yards for the Texans. And uh, Westbrook for next, uh, West, Nick Westbrook, Nick from, Westbrook from the Nick, Titans. Nick Green, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, he Nick had, Green, yeah. That's what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. So he had seven catches for 107 yards. Lakina, I did get a chance to check out some of this game via my computer. Uh, uh, head coach Mike Vrabel for the Titans. We all know that he's a player's coach and he likes to be aggressive. He's the um, the prodigal son, no pun intended, of Bill Belichick, <laughs> as we call him on this show. But you could tell uh, uh, during the late stages of the third quarter into the fourth quarter, they were going forward on fourth down. They succeeded a couple of times, but you could tell that uh, the Houston Texans were really bringing the pressure on and Ryan Tannehill was sacked multiple times. The running game couldn't really get going for the Titans. And Houston set the tone, but uh, they, the the Titans uh, got more aggressive as the game went on. They really couldn't solve what Houston did to them on the defensive front. So uh, the Texans uh, decided to show up yesterday, and they picked up the second win of the year. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor in the first game starting you know, back. Two rushing touchdowns, you know, 107 yards. You know, not too flashy, but they just enough to win that game. And like you said, mm-hmm. you know, four interceptions for the Houston defense, probably their best performance this year. You know, Desmond King had two of those, uh, two of those ints, and it, it's just, mm-hmm. look, it's just one of those. Look, if you're Tennessee, this is one of those games where you just burn the tape because it's just so, like you know, straight things happen. And look, a nice win for Houston. You know, get their second win of the season. Yeah, shout out to Desmond King. He was picked up by by the Titans last year after being released by the Chargers. Remember Desmond King? He did. Yes. Um, the Titans played the Bears last year. He had another big turnover there. So. uh uh, Houston, that you know, they they played with no fear, and the Titans, the pressure was all on them. They buckled under it. Now we talked about this before the break, Lakina, about Buffalo. We all anointed them as the best team in the AFC. The Titans have been playing well the last couple of weeks, and now they get knocked down as well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, like I said before, nice a big upset win for uh for Houston. Uh, next up on the slate, uh, no really big surprise. I don't want to go too much into this game. San Fran beat uh, Jacksonville easily, thirty to ten. So you know, 49ers go to five and five. You know, Jimmy G had two touchdown passes. Uh, Debo Sammy had another 70, 79 rushing, seventy nine rushing yards and a touchdown. And also to uh, they sacked Trevor. Excuse me, they sacked Trevor Lawrence three times. You know the defense were able to slow him down. And look, they didn't mess up, and they did what you're they're supposed to do against the the Jaguars. So. You know, could the 49ers be turning the quarter, you think? Maybe. Uh, shout out to Brendan Ayu, their stud wide receiver. Uh, uh, um, Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the 49ers, finally decided to use him in a game plan. Mr. Ayu had seven catches for 85 yards in an early touchdown. So, like you said, like, can, can they be a, a turn in the corner? We shall see. They're still going to have a tough schedule. 
um, uh, following this Thanksgiving break. They, they host Minnesota next week. We'll get to them in just a second. And then they, they still have to play the Rams one more time. They still have to play the Seahawks, I believe, one more time. So mm-hmm. the schedule gets tough for them. But right now it, you're in a good position uh, sitting at five and five. Exactly. And uh, say going to the NFC North, I mean, this is probably one of the games of the day. And uh, ironically, you know, this game was not shown in Chicago, believe it or not. I don't know how that is, but, you know, uh, the Vikings, you know, beat the Packers on a last second field goal. It was just a crazy game. I got a chance to watch this game via my uh, laptop here. Great Joseph. Um had a, a, a chip shot winning field goal to uh, to help seal the win for the for the Vikings. You know, the Vikings are five five and five. You know, Aaron Rodgers threw for four touchdowns. Kirk Cousins threw for three touchdowns. And you know, that the Vikings, you know, start are they starting to turn a corner? They're at five and five. They're right there in the uh, in a for the playoffs. Yeah, I watched the entire game, too, via this computer screen. <laughs> so it was actually a very entertaining game to watch. You thought the uh, Vikings were on their way to putting the Packers away, but the Packers come back and scored that late uh, first-half touchdown, and, of course, they took the lead. It was a great back-and-forth. Justin Jefferson, who was on my fantasy team, he had eight, cases, eight catches for 169 yards, the two big scores, including the game winner. Dalvin Cook had 22 carries for 86 yards in the early touchdown. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did his thing. The, the defense for the Packers, uh, they weren't great yesterday. They gave up 31 points. They actually thought they had a couple of takeaways to seal that win, but it was called back due to penalties. And so I, you know, the, the Packers got knocked down a notch too. We talk, we'll talk about another NFCT. They got knocked down too coming up. But uh, the Packers, I thought they would do a little bit more. Uh, the offense showed up. Devontae Adams showed up. But their running game with A.J. Dillon, uh, didn't show up as much as I thought it would, would show up. So uh, credit to the Vikings defense. Credit Kirk Cousins on the flip side. No turnovers. He did what he had to do. And Minnesota almost played a perfect game uh, to beat the Packers, and they came away with the last second win. Yeah, Justin Jefferson had 169 receiving yards and a couple of touchdowns, including the game, you know, the, sort of like the go-ahead uh, touchdown. And, look, I, I think, like I said before, I don't know if this means that, you know, the Vikings could turn the corner. Look, they had a couple of games that slip away from them. So, you know, mm-hmm. they 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 looked really good, you know, the Vikings have. So look, I don't know if they're gonna, you know, make the playoffs, but they'll they'll make it interesting, no doubt. Yep. Uh, another game that we'll spend um, hopefully less than two minutes on. The Miami Dolphins approved their record to four and seven after the beating beating the hapless Jets uh, 24-17. Joe Flacco in his first start of the season, 24-39, 291 yards of two TD passes. Miles Gaskin ran the ball well for Miami, 23 carries, 89 yards. And for the New York Jets, Mr. Elijah Moore had eight catches for 141 yards and a touchdown. Lakina, Miami did what they had to do. They covered the spread and they won. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, they needed uh, ten points in the uh, in the fourth to try to uh, seal the win for them. And and look, I think you know, valiant effort by the the Jets. And look, Flacco showing that he still has it. You know, Elijah Moore had 141 receiving yards and caught one of those touchdown passes from Flacco. But you know, look, I think the Dolphins. You know, you did what you're supposed to against the Jets, and it actually it actually ended up being a pretty good game, believe it or not. I actually kind of peaked this game a little bit, so. You know, it, it it was fine. I mean, I, I think look, you, you'll take the win if you're Miami. You're not. You're probably not going to go anywhere. But you know, you'll you'll take the win. Uh, this game was shown in its entirety uh, in Chicago. It was the Philadelphia Eagles improving their record to five and six after blowing out the Saints forty twenty nine. Trevor Simeon. 
for New Orleans was 22 of 40, 214 yards and three touchdown passes. Miles Sanders ran the ball 16 times for 94 yards for Philadelphia. And Mr. Traquan Smith for New Orleans had five catches for 64 yards. Jalen Hurts was the story. Lakina, he had three touchdown, uh, touchdown runs. And that Philadelphia defense is starting to get better every week. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say they're a playoff team, but uh, they get surprised the people. And right now, the, they've been playing well the last couple of weeks. They're sitting one game below 500 on the flip side for the Saints. Uh, as I said before, they haven't looked good on the road the last couple of weeks, and it's starting to show right now. Not having Kamara, I think, is playing exactly. a, a big yep. factor. And mm-hmm. like said and uh three rushing touchdowns for mr hurts and uh, i don't know where the rumor started about some people were saying that maybe deshaun watson might be going there to play with like when you actually have a pretty solid guy that could you know look it's not his fault that there's not a lot of personnel around him and you know look the defense is just enough for them to win that game and you know it's gonna get the you know, very it, it's gonna get very tough for them and i look no one's saying that they're gonna you know they're not gonna make the playoffs but look they're five and six so they can make it interesting uh, one more uh, note about that game yesterday, Lakina. I did turn to that game uh, yesterday. <clears throat> usually, when it because Philadelphia pretty much had that game in hand from the second quarter on. Usually, when it does not involve your team, usually the network will cut out to go to a competitive game. From what I saw on the social media circuit, what I saw on my television screen as it approached the three o'clock hour yesterday, mm-hmm. Fox did not switch to that Green Bay game. Yeah, and I was surprised at that. People were right, not and, very and happy. Right, and I switched to that Carolina-Washington game either. So I was like, for those of you in Chicago, I know the Bears game was on CBS at the same time. I get it. That's probably why that we didn't get the Green Bay-Minnesota uh, game. But as I said, I'll watch the live via this computer screen. <gasps> but uh, Fox did not switch that game at all for you folks in Chicago. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a tough one there. I mean, look, I know that they made it. You know, the Saints kind of made it interesting, and they had, they scored twenty two points, but the game was already out of reach, so it didn't. You know, it was all mood after that, and and look, a nice win for Philly, and look, that was just a weird how they did it, but you know, mm-hmm. but it, it was just silly. I mean, the NFL, the NFL rules can be so silly at times. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad they got rid of that. Uh, I know it's been there's still some modifications that they did several years ago, but I'm glad they got rid of the blackout rule because remember yeah, back in the God. day, Kina, uh, if uh, uh, perfect example yesterday, the Bears had a home game on CBS that the other network had a double header. The first game wasn't shown or the second game wouldn't be shown. It depends on what time your your team played. Now mm-hmm. those rules are gone, and so I'm glad for that. We talked about it before. But. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank goodness because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get the, get the tail end of the game, especially if it's competitive. So that was – thank God they got rid of that rule, but – yeah, you know, just, just just it was just silly how they did it, but you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank goodness right. for my computer, we can check it out. <laughs> I know, right? Via thank Google, for, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, well, thank God for Red Zone. We'll, we'll, we'll that too, that. that too. Yeah, yeah. there's always uh, having right. on Red Zone. <laughs> All right, first game on the docket in the three o'clock. You got uh, uh, Cincy looks like they're back on track, beating uh, Vegas 32 13. Joe Burrow had a touchdown pass. Um, Joe Mixon had two touchdown, two rushing touchdowns, 123 rushing yards. Uh, Derek Carr had a, a 200, threw 215 yards, but threw an interception. They just couldn't get the Raiders just couldn't get the offense going. And I, I, I honestly don't know what else can you say about the Raiders at this point. But a nice win for Cincy, though. What did I say on Friday, Lakina? Even though I did pick the Raiders. If you're Cincinnati, if you think that you're a playoff team, yeah, a couple of big wins already uh, this season against Pittsburgh and 
and and they they beat Detroit. They're bad on the road, but they 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 were competitive against Green Bay, and they lost badly here in Chicago. But as I said on Friday, if you're Cincinnati, if you want to go to the playoffs, you must win games like this. And, and they were dominant in the fourth quarter, scoring uh, 19 points. Now, on the flip side for the Raiders, they kept it interesting. As I said on Friday, they were come back and have a, a great performance. But that second half, it was just ugly. And they really couldn't get a running game going, unlike Cincinnati did with Joe Mixon. Yeah, 19 points they scored in the third in the fourth quarter, I should say, to help seal the win for for Cincy, and I, I don't know what you can say about the Raiders at this point because it just they just couldn't get the, the running game kind of just killed them, and they just couldn't get it going. They couldn't get it going. You're listening to Second City Sports, Sports Zone Chicago, live in the Living Color City. Lakini here with you as we continue on uh, recapping the late games from the National Football League from yesterday. If you have a comment or a question for us, you can go to Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Place your comments or questions in the comment section. Lukina will get them up on the screen for you. Uh, next game, the Arizona Cardinals. I didn't expect this to happen, especially in dominating fashion, but they improved their record to 9-2 and two with a 23-13 victory over the Seattle Seahawks. Colt McCoy does it again for the Cardinals. He's 35, he was 35 of 44 for 328 yards and two touchdown passes. James Conner uh, added another rushing touchdown uh, to his statistics for, for the year. I believe that's number 13 for him. He yep. had 21 carries for 62 yards in, in the score. Tyler Lockett was the only bright spot for the Seahawks offensively. Four catches, 115 yards. Like, you know, I did watch the entire game via my computer live <laughs> and you thought that Seattle, as I said on Friday, they need to establish a running game consistently. That still didn't happen yesterday. Russell Wilson uh, still doesn't look right. Uh, that defense, uh, they tried, especially in that first half when it was 13 to 6, but uh, the Cardinals came out of, the, out of their locker room uh, pretty much fired up, scoring 10 points uh, uh, in that second half. Uh, and, and Zach Ertz, who's on my fantasy team, he had a great game. Yesterday, five catches, 88 yards, and two touchdowns, including that shovel pass touchdown to kick off the scoring um, spree for the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, I have on my fantasy team, too. Help me uh, get a win there. Uh, uh, look, he's been a big pickup for them. And, and look, I, I don't think I saw this score coming. I mean, look, you can tell Russell Wilson still does not look right. I mean, you can mm -hmm. kind of tell that, you know, this, that the thumb is still bothering him. And un unfortunately, I, I think, look, they, they he was sacked four times, so – you know, but and look, Colt McCoy, shout out to him. I mean, he's the only NFL yeah. QB, including Seattle QBs, to win a start in at Seattle in each of the last two uh regular seasons. He led the Giants to a 17-12 win last December and had mm -hmm. 328 passing, had 328 yards and two touchdowns, you know, in their in their victory. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to him. And look, this is what you're supposed to. And the good news is that they are on bye this week. So hopefully by the time they come back from the bye, they play the Bears. So hopefully, you know, <laughs> Tyler Murray will be back, and also too will DeAndre Hawkins. I mean, look, they 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 went two and one without them. So yeah, and they're still nine and two. They still have an outside shot again, the number one seed with the Packers losing uh, to the Vikings yesterday. Our guy Anthony Price asked us, "Where do you think Russell Wilson is going?" And I think he should take Lockett with them. Mm. I don't know if Russell Wilson's going anywhere. I don't get that sense. But then again, you never know. But should uh, Mr. Wilson decide to not play in Seattle whenever his contract is up? Yeah, you should take Mr. Lockett with him. Mr. Lockett will look great here in Chicago. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. But, 
you know, we all know about the problems with the offensive line with the Seattle the last couple years. I know Russell Wilson complained about that during the offseason. I think he was going to get his way in a one-way ticket out of there. Obviously, that didn't happen. But uh, stranger things have happened, so we'll we'll see what happens as Seattle is now 3-7 and seven on the year. I think their season is over, too, as far as making the playoffs. They're in the same position as Chicago. So we'll see how Pete Carroll plays this out from now until the end of the season. Uh, Fox's America's Game of the Week <laughs> saw the Kansas City Chiefs improve their record to 7-4 after a 19-9 victory over the Dallas Cowboys. Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs was 23-37 for 260 yards. But even though he threw a pick, Carl Edwards Hilaire had 12 carries, 63 yards, and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill showed up on the stat sheet, nine catches for 77 yards. Lakina, I know CD Lane, who was on my fantasy team, he, that hurt me, no pun intended. Uh, he left the game early with a concussion. That price got did not look good. Ezekiel Elliott got nicked up again, but he returned. Yes. But you can tell that the Cowboys, as I said, uh, Kansas City needed this game more than Dallas. You can tell Dallas. After halftime, even though they're trying to make it make a game out of it, they just weren't into it yesterday for yeah. some um, uh, reason. They just weren't into it. Dak was sacked five times and, you know, two uh, interceptions. You know, you tell him not having Amari Cooper there, of course, you know, because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So you got to think that played a big part. And, and look, they couldn't get you know, Zeke going. You know, he got banged up. You know, they had tried to get Tony Pollard going. That, that didn't work. So, look, I don't know what to say about this, these two teams because – it looks like maybe the Cowboys. I told you guys that the Cowboys were not perfect, and you know mm -hmm. they're seven and three, and they play the Raiders on Thanksgiving. So, you know, sorry about that, folks. Uh, but you know, I mean, look, the Chiefs—they got a nice win. They're seven and four. Yay! You guys still have problems, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, also, too, shout out to uh, happy belated birthday to uh, the Hall of Famer Troy Aikman, number fifty-five today. Uh, yes, I should say for Mister Aikman. So, uh, happy belated birthday to him. But you know, it would it, look. It's just that this is one of those things where I, I, I just don't know what to say about it. And as our buddy Anthony said, that because he didn't get the shot, now he got COVID. Oh, okay, okay. We're not, we're not go, we're not doing that, uh, Anthony. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see. You know, have the Chiefs turn the corner. So we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. <sighs> Uh, I'll just say the last thing I say about this game yesterday is just that, as I said before, I thought the Chiefs would win, uh, as I said on our show uh, on Friday, but uh, they weren't dominant. It, it kind of reminded me of, of the Packers game a couple weeks ago. It, of course, the Packers had Jordan Love starting in the place of Aaron Rodgers, but it, it's just still that may, maybe they are starting to turn the court. Like I said, I, I have to see this when the Chiefs get back to that dominant style like they did last Sunday night at, at Las Vegas on the road. I we'll see what happens because right now I'm in a loss for words. Just besides the lack of confidence, uh, I, I, I we'll see because we'll see we'll see. Uh, the mm -hmm. Sunday night game, the last uh, the last game on the docket from yesterday, it was the Los Angeles Chargers uh, up ending the Steelers 41-37. Justin Herbert 30 of 41 for 382 yards and three touchdowns. He also had nine carries for 90 yards. Keeney Allen. Had nine catches and 112 yards for the Chargers. Lakina, the the Pittsburgh Steelers made it uh, interesting late, even though they were trailing by two touchdowns on uh, midway through the fourth quarter. Give Big Ben credit. Uh, Najee Harris uh, had a touchdown for the Steelers as well. But uh, Joey Bosa returned to the lineup. He made a huge difference for that Chargers defense up front, and they made the plays down the stretch when they had to. 
And whoever had uh, the over, because was, I believe it was 77 points. Uh, sorry, it was 78 points uh, a total between these two teams. Whoever had the over, you're a lucky person that if you want some money on that. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. 27 points the Steelers scored in the fourth quarter, and but mm -hmm. it was uh, the go-ahead touchdown from Herbert to Mike Williams that sealed that game. That was just a crazy mm -hmm. uh, quarter from start to finish. You know, like you yep. said, uh, you know, Steelers, you know, got got the comeback going. You know, they had a, a goal line, you know, had a fourth quarter stop. You know, then they they scored there, then they came back and scored again, then mm -hmm. they scored again, but then you know, like I said, Herbert had Williams, and so. You know that that sealed the win for them, and like you said, you know Bosa, you know came back late, so and, and stopped and was able to stop Big Ben from trying to make a comeback, another comeback. Yeah. So you know, look, good for the Chargers. I think that's this is the type of win that they needed because they lost a couple of games like this. So this could only yeah. help their confidence, especially now with the Chiefs. Or suddenly they've gotten it together. We'll see how they look. And remember, the Chargers actually have a, have a win against the Chiefs, so that can go a long way going into the going into the AFC West. So still a lot to be aside in that division. So for anybody that already says, well, the Chiefs, all oh, the Chiefs do, division is theirs, the Chargers may have something to say about that, folks. So don't don't y'all start that just yet. You're listening to Second City Sports live and in living color for a Monday edition right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid Lakina here with you. Lakina, we have a couple of minutes left before we check out of our number one. What, who are your studs for, um, for week 11 in the National Football League? Cardinals, first and foremost, they're now 6-0 on the road. Uh, they're coming by double digits. They're just a fourth team in NFL history to win six straight on the road by double digits within a season. And the third team to do that in their first road, six road games in the season. So shout out to them. And uh, I apologize, Cardinals fans, because I had <laughs> Seahawks winning that game. Thanks a lot. Uh, Tyler Honey from Baltimore. I mean, the stage didn't get too big. If you, saw, if you heard his... Um, his press, his uh, his uh, interview, his after game interview with Tracy Wilson afterwards. He just said, "Look, I stepped up and and look. I mean, he look. He had a couple of hiccups early on, but look, he made the big plays and look good for him. And he got his first career win. So good for Mister Hunley. Um, uh, let's see, my last uh, uh, Minnesota. I think Minnesota. They're five and five now. They're starting to turn the corner and look. They can very well end up being right there in the middle for one of those wild card spots in the NFC." My three studs are first Zach Ertz, uh, the tight end from the Arizona Cardinals, Ooh. five catches, 88 yards, and two big touchdowns. My second stud is uh, Taylor Heineke, the quarterback from the Washington football team, 206 yards passing off three touchdowns for, for a Washington win over Carolina on the road. The Washington football team now four and six on the year. And uh, Justin Jefferson, the second-year wide receiver out of LSU, uh, for the Vikings, he had eight catches and 169 yards and two big touchdowns, including the game winner. He's doing the new school version of the Pee Wee Herman dance. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but but um, he had a big day for the Vikings yesterday. So those are my three studs. Bonus that goes to the Los Angeles Chargers. Got a nice nice win against the Steelers. Uh, and so Jonathan Taylor to my bonus. Yes, yes, excellent. Oh yeah, and deservedly so. Uh Live television, folks. I lost my uh, my headphones. <laughs> my headphones here. But uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, the flip side, Duds. Uh, oh gosh, Pittsburgh. I mean, what what happened there when that little last? You know, you yeah. went through all that just to catch up. You know, you scored twenty seven points, but yet you weren't able to make the stops that you needed. So unfortunately, now you're you're five four and one. So um, the uh, let's see another Dud. Uh, let's see. 
Green Bay, I know they lost a couple of their guys to injury. They lost one of their top mm-hmm. uh, left tackles to injury. Looks like he's gone for a season with a torn ACL. And my uh, dud, Buffalo, what the hell's going on with you guys? Like, I, I was hoping <laughs> for y'all. And you know, you wet the bed against a pretty a good a good a pretty good call a call team. You gave up forty one points. You're number one defense. Really? What the <laughs> hell happened? Hey, what happened? You know, you gave up four rushing touchdowns, one hundred eighty five yards to Jonathan Taylor. Really? Thank God I wasn't playing against somebody who had him this week. But come on, really? So those are my three duds. My three duds quickly. Buffalo, I agree with you there. There's no more to be said. The Tennessee Titans, uh, that was a terrible performance, especially offensively. And the Dallas Cowboys. Those are my three duds. All right. All right. Uh, real quick breakdown of the Monday Nighter. The Giants and the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, You know, it looks like Gronk's not going to play because of his back, so... You know, they, I mean, I think the Tim Bay should bounce back, though, right? Even despite that, even the Giants, I'm sure, will try to keep it close. But I, I hope if you're, if you're the Bucks, I think this is definitely a get right game for, for them. It is. And Tom Brady, as you, as we talked about on Friday with our buddy Christine Manica, uh, he has a very long memory. And last week was not their best performance on the road against the Washington football team, especially coming off a of bride the previous week. It's at home. It's on Monday night. Monday night, you know, Tom Brady saves his best for the bright lights, and I expect nothing but uh, Tampa Bay's best tonight against the New York Football Giants. Now, the Giants they come in uh, with no pressure. I know they performed uh, uh, just about. Uh, they almost pulled out the upset a couple of weeks ago at Kansas City. I don't know if we can expect that same performance tonight. But I expect Tampa Bay to come out focused and dominating the Giants. So, uh, we picked the Buccaneers on Friday. There's no reason why I'm changing my pick. Me neither. So uh, They, they got to establish a running game, especially Leonard Fournette has to get it going. He hasn't been doing that this, these last few weeks. Yeah, I think he's due for a big game. I think he mm-hmm. will get it tonight. All right. So that's the uh, NFL Week 11 slate in the books. Our number one of Second City Sports on Sports on Chicago in the books. Bulls get a couple big wins this weekend. You know, we'll talk about that. Yay. And also, too, there were some crazy things that happened in the NBA uh, yesterday, including a big fight in Detroit. But we'll get to that. Also, too, college football, awesome college hoops, and big ups, a couple big upsets in some uh, holiday tournaments. So I got a lot to talk about still. Along with Sydney Brown, I'm Lakeen McGee. This is Second City Sports on Sports in Chicago, and we'll see you in a few minutes. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. NFL, the Bears lost their fifth straight following 16-13 at home against the Ravens. Chicago's Andy Dalton threw two touchdown passes after Justin Fields left the game with a rib injury in the third quarter. Chicago was on top 13-9 with a minute 41 remaining. The Ravens answered with a 72-yard touchdown drive. Devonta Freeman with a three-yard run with 22 seconds left to go ahead. The Ravens were playing without starting quarterback Lamar Jackson. He was ruled ineligible 90 minutes before kickoff. Quick turnaround for the Bears. They'll play this Thursday afternoon at Detroit. NHL the Blackhawks shut out the Canucks one to nothing. Chicago six ten and two with the win. Brandon Hagel with the only goal Chicago needed. Mark Andre Fleury with forty stops in net. NBA the Bulls beat the Knicks one oh nine one oh three. For lightning fast sports updates, download the Score app. It's free and one of the most popular sports apps in North America. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago.
When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. Now, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets during the Tempur-Pedic Black Friday event. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. Welcome back to Second City Sports live in Living Color on the Monday edition, right here on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Miss Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S I D K I D 80. S I D K I D 80. Follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan Score McGee on the IG. And if you want to make a comment or have a question for us at any point during our last hour of the show, you can do so. You can um, place your comments in the comment section by going to Sports on Chicago's Facebook page or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Place your comments or questions in the comments section. Lakino will get them up on the screen for you. But if you decide to do something stupid or decide to troll, Lakino will politely give you the beer lane beer boot. Bye bye. <laughs> I love when I say that. Uh, speaking of giving uh, the opponents the boot, uh, let's transition over to the Chicago Bulls. Lakina, uh, our last show on Friday, <clears throat> we were discussing the 20-point uh, lead that they had last Wednesday against the Portland Trailblazers, which they lost. And, for, and since we last uh, uh, had our show, they defeated the Denver Nuggets to post a 3-2 and two record on the West Coast. But last night, they got back on track, uh, being the New York Knicks 109-103. to Lakina, here's the thing about the Chicago Bulls. Uh, we said that this team is still growing and gelling, and that's what's still happening right now, even though they don't have Nikolai Vucevic, even though Patrick Williams will be gone for most of the, most of the year. Here's the thing, Lakina. Each time that the, that the Bulls have faced adversity, they punched it right in, in the mouth by winning the next game. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Lakina, when they lost to Golden State in front of a national audience on Friday when they started the road trip. But what did they do? They swept the L.A. series with the Clippers and Lakers. Last Friday, we talked about how this team needed to bounce back after blowing that 20-point lead against Portland. What did they do? They're on a current two-game losing streak. They defeated the different Nuggets last Friday on the road. And then after a strong first half and a bad third quarter, they, they come back with a strong fourth quarter to beat the New York Knicks by six at home at the UC. Yeah, nice win for them. And and look, I think the Knicks, we owe the, the Bulls owe the Knicks one, you know, after what mm-hmm. happened in the previous meeting. Um, look, Kobe White, you know, looked really good. You know, we had 14 points off the bench and you still, you know, See, you know what the what what the feelings are and, and such, but a big, a nice, a big game back for him. You know, Demar Derozan led the way with thirty-one, <laughs> and uh, Zach had twenty-one. And, and look, I think the fact that they were able to, you know, win these last couple of games, I think, can only help your confidence. I know, yes, I know, uh, Jokic did not play for the Nuggets; like he's going to be gone for a little bit. But 
you know, look, that's still a pretty good Nuggets team. I know Murray's <laughs> still out with the, you know, with the ACL surgery, still recovering from there. He probably won't be back till maybe around January or February. But, you know, still, that's still a pretty good, formidable Nuggets team. So the fact that they were able to do that, I think that's, you know, that's always a, you know, that's a nice, nice show by them. And also, too, like you said, the Knicks, I know the Knicks were shorthanded, too. They, they you know, they were out with a couple of guys because of injury. But the fact that they were able to kind of, you know, hold off, you know, a run, you know, you know, mm-hmm. Julius Randle, you know, helped kept the kept the Knicks in it. But, you know, it was a defensive stops. You know, they made the Bulls made some defensive stops late, and now they're 12-5. They got one of the best records in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. And, look, you got to you gotta be feeling pretty good if you're the Bulls, you know, confidence-wise. So, you, okay, mm-hmm. you have uh, the Pacers tonight. You host the Pacers. You know, they're, they're a good team, not great. I mean, I know they're under uh, first-year head coach Rick Carlisle, you know, a guy who, you know – He's this is his first rodeo. He's got a championship, so it's not like you know he doesn't know how to coach. But you know, so you know, the Pacers always give the Bulls fits. So, but there's still no reason why they should not win the game tonight. But you know, we'll see. We'll go through the scheduling. But you know, but if you're if you're the Bulls, I mean, you'll definitely take these last couple of games and last couple of wins and just try to build on it. Yeah, and that's what you do if you're a good team. Beat the teams you're supposed to beat and compete hard and, and get some wins against the very good teams. Now, going back to last night's game, uh, the Bulls took advantage of the Knicks' schedule because the Knicks uh, will review the best and worst of the weekend of the of the association coming up in just a couple minutes. But the Knicks were playing in the second game of a back-to-back. They had a home game against uh, the Houston Rockets, which I watched mm-hmm. the majority of that game live via my computer on Saturday. They had to come from behind just a defeat a young and bad Rockets team. And so you, you, you could tell, especially early in that first quarter in last night's game against the Bulls, that the Knicks didn't have the energy. The Bulls jumped on them early. And as you said, Lakina, the def- uh, defense is the calling card uh, for this Bulls team. And you can thank head coach Billy Donovan for that. Number two, we said that DeMar DeRozan is the closer for this Bulls team. Period. Hands down. No debate. Zach Levine, he struggled early, but he had 10 points in that fourth quarter to finish with 21 uh, on the night. And what what you like on this Bulls team is that if someone doesn't step up offensively, other guys pick it up. And, and that's what you like to see from a balanced team like this. Lonzo Ball last night, he had 11 points, uh, five assists, and six rebounds. But I don't know if you checked out this play, Lakina, from it was, I believe it was early in the first quarter. Uh, he saved the possession for the Chicago Bulls. He knocked it off of a Knicks player. I believe it was Julius Randle. And saved it for going out of bounds, knocked it off a Knicks player, and, mm-hmm. the, and the possession went back to Chicago. Those little plays like that helps teams uh, win ball games, and that's the difference when it comes down to when, especially when it's a close game. That's, those type of hustle plays are the difference between losing and winning. Yeah, and I think those are the type of games that can kind of look. They can come back to bite you in the butt if you don't, especially if you lose those type of games. So luckily for mm-hmm. the Bulls, they were able to win that, win that game. And and look, I think look, they made the defensive stops when they had to. And mm-hmm. look, they were able to hold off some, hold off you know, a, 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 you know, very precarious when we know t- Coach Tibbs' teams don't quit. So you know, mm-hmm. the fact that they were able to kind of you know pull it out. You know, look, like I said before, they owed you know, the Bulls owed them, you know, Knicks owed the Bulls one after what happened in their first meeting. So the fact that they were able to do that and, you know, yes, I know the, you know, they were coming off a second of a back-to-back. They were shorthanded, you know, a couple of guys didn't play, you know, due to the fact that they were coming off a back-to-back, but still, you know, you still got Julius Randle, you still got D Rose, you know, coming off the bench and, and look, that's still a pretty good Knicks team. So, mm-hmm. but they've had their struggles lately. So you're able to take advantage of that. And that's, a, and, and look, that that's good. The fact that you're, that's what you're supposed to against a team that, you know, that 
look, we will see if the Knicks can get together. But again, you just don't know. And also, too, shout out to Kobe White for the Bulls. This was his, his third game back as of last night uh, in fourteen minute, in 21 minutes of action. He had 14 points, including three and six from three-point range. Uh, it looks like he's starting to uh, get his groove back, get his timing back. You could tell in that Portland game he didn't have it. The Denver game, he was still struggling here a little bit. But uh, he's starting to get his confidence back. It's still going to take some time as he gets more games played. But I like the I, I like the energy and in, in his scoring that, that that he brings off the bench. He's going to take some minutes from somebody. Is it rookie Io Dusumu? Is it Derrick Jones Jr. who's been playing great these last couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's first world problems, but it's a great problem to have if you head coach Billy Donovan. If Kobe White continues to play like that, um, he's going to take away minutes from somebody. Is it my guy Javante Green? I doubt it, but he's going to take away minutes valuable minutes from somebody. Well, I think that's a good problem to have here, Billy Donovan. I think you kind of, you know, look, you, you got you got pieces to play with, which is great. So I, I think that's sort of look that always helps if you can, you know, play with those pieces. And and look, we'll we'll see. And I'm sure, look, I'm sure he'll figure it out. You know, you know, do we see Io a little bit less? I mean, maybe, but mm-hmm. you know, look, maybe we'll have to wait and see. I mean, you you feel like maybe that you know, that's look, this is a good thing if you're good problem to have here, Billy Donovan. So you have. You've got the depth. You got the piece to play with. You know, just got to figure out, okay, who's better. You know, because you're gonna. It still could maybe be another week, maybe before at the very least until Vooch is able to come back. So <laughs> that's that's another thing that you have to worry about when he comes back. But you know what, though, this is good because you get to kind of play around and see what the hell's going. You listen to Second City Sports, the Monday edition, live in the Living Color, right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid Kenny with you, talking Bulls in the NBA. If you have a question or comment for us regarding the Bulls or the rest of the NBA, you can do so by dropping your questions or comments in the comment section or on Sports Zone Chicago's Facebook page or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Lakina will get those questions or comments up on the screen for you. Lakina, before we move forward to review. Uh, the best and worst from the weekend in the association. Luke Walton uh, is uh, uh, sitting next to, he's sitting <laughs> on his living room couch right now because he was let go yesterday from the Sacramento Kings and his two plus seasons as the helm. He had a 68 and 93 record and the, the team has lost seven in its last eight games. I believe they're six and 11 on the season now. Mm-hmm. And uh, interim head coach will be Alvin Gentry. Uh, they, that, the story of the Sacramento Kings they haven't made the playoffs in 15 years, going on 16 years as of this season. And when we talk about they have a, some great young talent, Marvin Bagley Jr. I know he's been hurt the last couple of years. They ha- you have Halliburton, you still have De'Aaron Fox, and you still have um, Holmes uh, patrolling the paint. They still have some nice young talent, but just for some reason they haven't put it together. They started off nice the first couple of weeks of the year, but – I guess you've been seeing the uh, the the real kings uh, uh, show up these last uh, couple of weeks. You still have veteran Harrison Barnes from those Golden State teams earlier in the in the last decade. Lakina, will they be able to get that ship right? Yeah, you hope so. I mean, I think you're looking for Alvin Gentry. He always gets you know a chance to have to you know pick up the slack for someone when someone other yeah. one of his bosses gets fired. So now he gets to do it. He's for- like he's the NBA version of Romeo Cornell. He won't get Pretty the much, permanent yeah. game, but the bailout plan for somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's just unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, the talent is there. I mean, like you said before, with you know Halliburton and Fox, and you got Harrison Barnes, which are all reliable. Um, uh, and Buddy Hill too. And Buddy Hill, yeah, I'll say, but he's—I think he's been hurt the last couple, uh, yeah. couple of games. So 
you know, that's, yeah, I think that's not helping them in that sense. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, you hope they can. I mean, I know they got a whole new regime there. And unfortunately, you know, Luke Walton was not able to, to, to you know, right the ship, if you will. So I know they had a couple of bad losses this week. You know, they got hammered by the, the Raptors. I saw a little mm-hmm. bit of that game. And like I said, like I said, I know he'll want it out of there, you know, but unfortunately they, you know, they weren't able to, to put together a trade. But you know, mm-hmm. this weekend was not a good weekend for them, and it is just they have a they have a tough one tonight against Philly. Uh, so you know they're they're finishing up a road trip. Philly is so you got to think that that's another thing. But you know you you feel for the Kings and their fans because that's a pretty solid and loyal fan base. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know I don't know. I mean, can you know can you know Coach Entry write the ship? I mean, he's capable of doing it. He's done it before, but. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, but it is what it is. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what they can do, but it doesn't look good for them at this point. Cause they, they, they lost some, some heartbreakers. So. Yeah. The, the best now let's get to the best of the worst from this past weekend in the NBA. We'll get to the big story from Detroit in just a moment, but the Milwaukee Bucks for me, they swept their, um, um, their games over the weekend. Last Friday, Friday they defeated the Oklahoma City Thunder at home, uh, 96 to 89. And of course, uh, they had to hold on, and they were uh, on Saturday against the Atlanta Magic. They had to hold on uh, to a 117-108 victory. Victory. Well, they were up as much as 29 points in that game. So the Milwaukee Bucks are looking like they starting to turn things around a little bit. And shout out to Chicago's very own Stephen Bartle. He's doing mm-hmm. filling work this year on the Bucks telecast with Lisa Byington. I know Marcus Johnson is their primary TV analyst, but Stephen Bartle's been doing a great job. I did get a chance to watch some of that game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know, Milwaukee's starting to turn the corner, like you said before. They're you know they're they're getting their guys back, so I think that should help them a little bit. Phoenix, Phoenix is still on a roll. They beat uh, Denver and they beat uh, Dallas. You know, I, I saw a little bit of that game. They had to come back mm-hmm. against Dallas on Friday, but you know, look, I, I think they're starting to kind of turn the court a little bit. They're twelve and three right now. If it weren't for the Warriors, they would have the best record in the Western Conference right yep. now. So, you know, they, they've looked good. And, you know, CP3 is doing what his, he usually does. It's like Devin Booker is starting to turn the corner a little bit there. Mikhail Bridges had 19 to help lead the way for the Suns. And, look, they're getting some, <laughs> look, they're getting some, some guys off the bench. You know, Campaign had 10 points off the bench. JaVale McGee had 14 off the bench. So, you know, in that, that Dallas game. And, and, look, they looked really good. I think, you know, some people who are worried about the Suns and maybe they benefited from – other teams injury, but I think they're showing the show, mm-hmm. show you that new and maybe the Suns team is actually pretty good. Yeah, as you mentioned, Phoenix had a pretty good weekend, especially with that blowout win last night against Denver. I did not see that coming, but I know, like I know, I said, uh, yeah, I know. Like I said, I know Jokic is, is banged up, but still, yeah. I mean, that's still that, that's not hard. That's that's not easy to do. So you know, good for good for the Suns. And also, let's give a shout out to the Washington Wizards. I did watch the majority of the second half of this game uh, on, on uh, last Saturday. They defeated the Miami Heat 103-100. Shout out to our girl, Alana Takauer. I know she's not happy. The Miami Heat, the last five, six minutes, they couldn't shoot. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and, and the rest of them, uh, the, their jump shots went cold. Uh, their Washington team, uh, as I mentioned on Friday, uh, it's a well-balanced team. Is it a championship team? No. Is it a top five team in the Eastern Conference? No, but you have Kyle Kuzma there, Daniel uh, Gafford, uh, the former Chicago Bulls, patrolling the paint. You still have KCP, Catavius Caldwell, Pope, mm-hmm. and 
you and, and you still have Bradley Bill, one of the best underrated young scorers in the game. So the Washington has a well balanced roster, and, uh, and I was watching them very closely, and they. They really can play together. They give you some defense. They give you rebounding and all along with the top of the score. So this is a well-balanced roster. Also, Montrez Harold is contributing yes. as well. So he's he a better fit for that team, than, uh, unlike a year ago with the Lakers. Yeah, so he's actually benefiting. Actually, too, actually contributing, too. So I think that's definitely yes. – help them in in that sense and and look i say good for washington i mean can it mm -hmm. keep it up that's another story but you know they're 11 and 5 right now but you know they they've looked good and and like i said can they keep it up yeah it might be a bit of a you know stress we'll see if maybe they fall back to earth you know get back to me in about a month you know if they're still like right there in the top of the eastern conference but they've looked really good so far and that's that's a that's a really nice win against miami uh portland got a, a much needed win as well you know, after they beat the Bulls, okay, yeah, you all got lucky on that one. But <laughs> <laughs> they, did beat, they did beat Philly 118 111. You know, Dame had 39 and uh, on Saturday in a Saturday game, and they they've kind of started to turn the corner a little bit. You know, they're nine and eight. You know, we'll see how you know we'll see how they look. I mean, they've had like, a couple of guys out due to injuries and such, but mm -hmm. we'll see if Portland's kind of turned the corner. Yeah, the Philadelphia still without Joel Embiid. And, of course, now, Lakina, the big story. The Los Angeles Lakers last night defeated the Detroit Pistons after trailing by 15, 121 to 116. The big story, unfortunately, LeBron James inadvertently hit Isaiah Stewart in the eye. I, uh, of course, in the next two minutes, I, Isaiah Stewart's eye just got bloody along with his mouth. How did that happen? I don't know. I guess I know LeBron James is a big dude, but I didn't think his <laughs> his quote-unquote fingers and hands could do all that type of damage. But after that, LeBron James was got into it verbally with uh, Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart went ballistic after he, he was restrained by uh, your guy, Cade Cunningham. Mm -hmm. LeBron James was tossed out there. The refs reviewed the tape and said there was a flagrant two. Isaiah Stewart still uh, went off at the mouth. He yelled at Anthony Davis. He yelled at DeAndre Jordan. I believe he was trying to go after Russell Westbrook as yes, well. Yes, And uh, it, it was Westbrook ugly. wanted no part of that, though. Exactly. So he saw, he's like, nope, I'm saying my boat right here. I'm, yeah. I get in the middle of that. So, no. But, yeah, I mean, but the weird thing about it is that that kind of woke the Lakers up, that whole little, yeah. whatever that whole thing was. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see. Oh, look, I'm sure there's going to be fines and suspensions mm -hmm. abound. So, you know, the whole thing, I know people want to make it into like a mouse of the palace too, but that, that was just stupid. You know, like the different circumstances. And plus the fact that, you know, I don't know what Stewart was thinking. I don't know. Like if he was trying to, to it, it didn't know that that's no, no, that just wasn't very smart. Yeah. Do you, yes. I don't, I didn't know a uh, 38, 38 year old LeBron's elbow can do that much damage to somebody's face, but I, I don't know how, he, <laughs> how his face got that Stewart's face got that bloody, but I don't want to get into it because I think it's just stupid. But I think the important thing is that if you're, if you're the Lakers, you know, the fact that they were able to, he scores 37 mm -hmm. points in the fourth quarter to, you know, seal the win, you know, AD had 30 points, you know, mm -hmm. in the finish up at 30, Carmelo had 18 off the bench, Westbrook had 26. So you're starting to think that maybe, are they starting to kind of turn the corner? I mean, they're nine and nine right now. So, you know, we'll see how the Lakers do it, but this could be the thing that wakes them up. Who knows? Yeah. And they are currently one and two on the East coast road trip. Uh, they, they, they lost to Milwaukee last Wednesday and Boston, they lost Boston. to Boston on Friday on both national televised uh, games, even though they did play uh, well against Milwaukee, they just uh, couldn't stop Giannis's 47 point performance, yeah. but a couple of other things on that game before we uh, move on. 
Uh, one, uh, I was watching the Lakers uh, postgame show with James Worthy and Big Shot Bob. He was there last night along with Allie Clifton. And James Worthy talked about you don't want to see your teammates in a fight ever, but it it could rally the the troops here, as you, you talked about, Lakina. So uh, ho hopefully that this will wake them up. I know Anthony Davis said in his, in his presser last night, of, of following the win. And so you don't like to see anybody get into a fight, but uh, hopefully this will wake up the Lakers and we'll see what happens. They got a game tomorrow night against the, the Knicks. We'll give you the rest of the schedule in just a moment for the week coming up here in the NBA. But another thing about a couple of more, more things about the incident last night, one with Isaiah Stewart, uh, um, breaking going off like Marshawn Lynch there. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA decides to send him a message and suspend him a couple of games. No, he didn't throw a punch, thank goodness. But you, it, with any objection, you, you're supposed to leave in a timely fashion. Now, mm -hmm. LeBron James did that with no mm -hmm. problem. But if you're Isaiah Stewart, he was being restrained about three or four times. Then you want to break away and start yelling and screaming for us, almost inciting a fight. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's good. going to get fined, but... The, hopefully Adam Silver will send him a message and suspend him at least two or three games. You're supposed to leave in a timely fashion. You didn't do that. Mm -hmm. That's one thing people can say because other people say, oh, LeBron's this and LeBron's that. Hey, at least look, look, at least when LeBron got ejected, he left. So he did exactly. what he was supposed to do. Right. And, th and, that, uh, and, that, and that saves him for, for uh, um, not being suspended for tomorrow night's game against the Knicks. So be it. He was a, smart, he was a smarter person than Mr. Stewart was. And did you pay attention uh, to the uh, uh, to um, well, all that was going on. You mentioned the malice at the Palace thing. Did you hear the PA uh, announcer, Mason, for the Pistons? Please, fans, do not go on the court. Yeah, <laughs> if I know, you I do, you'll be booted out the arena. Do not go on the court. <laughs> Don't throw things either. Yeah, right. exactly. Don't throw anything do and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I will beat your ass personally if you do stir your <laughs> ass in those seats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so they were trying to prevent that. Please so that do not go before. <laughs> yeah, it can be a little annoying at times, but he's smart. He knows. Uh, but yeah, yeah so let, let's get to it and talk. Uh, I, I'm done talking about it. That, that's just that was just a whole thing. I, I had to get escalated. that out. Yeah, move on. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I mean, that, that whole thing should not have escalated the way that it did. I mean, what's called should have just left. Stewart should have just left like he was supposed to. I think at least LeBron did what mm -hmm. he supposed did what he was supposed to. He left, but you know the fact that they may send him a message that don't be surprised if Stewart is getting two or three games and LeBron gets maybe one if that. So he doesn't have yeah. a track record of it. So I know people always want to rag on LeBron, but at least look, hey, at least he did what he was supposed to do. He left in a timely manner. This guy just kept going on and on trying to. He was out there for like another five minutes when he shouldn't have been. So that was just not very smart. So. Let's get right. Let's get to like the rest of the games for this week. Um, tonight's games, you got Brooklyn and Cleveland. That's the NBA TV game, the first of that doubleheader. So without you know, Kevin Durant, I believe, so because yeah, he missed Friday's game against the Magic, I believe he has a bad shoulder. Yeah, the shoulder injury. So uh, that could that could be out with the, without him again tonight. We'll see. You know, Cleveland's actually been playing okay. Um, uh, Charlotte and Washington. Uh, That's going to be a good one. <laughs> the Lamelo Ball. That should be a fun one. Also against Bradley Beal. That should be a fun one at six o'clock. Uh, Houston and Boston. You know, six thirty. That should be an interesting one. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Indiana, of course, and Chicago. You know, we'll see how Chicago looks. You know, off that fresh off that big win last night against the Knicks. Orlando and Milwaukee. You know, it looks like Milwaukee might be starting to turn the corner a little bit. And mm -hmm. Minnesota and New and the uh, Zionless Zion Zionless uh, New Orleans Pelicans. We'll see how both those teams you know have had going in different directions, but uh, that should be a fun one still. 
And of course, uh, wrapping up tonight's schedule, we'll have the Memphis Grizzlies facing off against the Utah Jazz at eight o'clock. Of course, this is the rematch from last year's first round playoff series. The Jazz, uh, they're doing good as far as the regular season is concerned. As, as we always say, let's see you do it in the playoffs. Of course, the 76ers and the Sacramento Kings, the debut of interim head coach Alvin Gentry, uh, he'll make his debut on the Kings bench. You can watch that game tonight at 9 p.m. on NBA TV. Now going to Tuesday's action, the TNT doubleheader. Hopefully you'll have LeBron. Maybe, maybe. Now we'll see what the league uh, announces later today in terms of the incident with the Pistons last night. But regardless, it'll be the Lakers and the Knicks at 6.30 p.m. tomorrow on TNT. The second half of that doubleheader will have the Denver Nuggets in the Portland Trailblazers at 9 p.m. The Heat and the Pistons will play at 6 o'clock. In the 9.30 p.m. slot, we'll have Dallas at the Clippers. So that's your schedule for Tuesday. Luca versus uh, PG. That should mm-hmm. be a fun one out there. In Los Angeles, and we're not calling it by that uh, that corporate name, the crypto, whatever that. The, no, we're not. We're not <laughs> nobody's calling it that. Don't, don't you even try it. Don't even ask. All right, on Wednesday, you got Phoenix and Cleveland at 6 o'clock. Phoenix start their East Coast trip, so that should be a fun one. Uh, The Lakers and the Pacers, you know, always fun with those two. Uh, We'll see if LeBron is back by then, you know, if he does get suspended. Charlotte and Orlando, two up-and-coming teams in the Eastern Conference. Brooklyn and Boston, we'll see. You know, that's the first ESPN doubleheader. We'll Mm -hmm. see if... um, We'll see if Katie will be back by then. And it looks like maybe Jalen Brown might be back as well. I think he already is back. But, yeah, that should be a fun one there out east. Uh, Chicago and Houston. Um, Houston's not too bad. I mean, they've got a lot of great young talent there. Mm-hmm. So, But we'll see how they look. But that should be a fun one down in Houston. Uh, let's see. My Miami and Minnesota. I know uh, our girl, Lana Tekka, will be looking forward to that game. Yeah. <laughs> mm. To, to wrap up the to wrap up the Wednesday schedule, Washington at New Orleans at seven o'clock. Uh, the most of these games are are stacked because of the the NBA the will have yeah. the Thanksgiving will have off. Uh, the Jazz and the Thunder at seven o'clock. The Hawks and the Spurs at seven thirty. Uh, the Seventy Sixers at the Golden State Warriors. Will Joel and B be back by then? We'll shall see. But that's the second half of that ESPN doubleheader for your Wednesday, and then your Wednesday schedule will wrap up at nine p.m. with the Trailblazers. Uh, in the Sacramento Kings doing battle. All right. So, of course, like you, like we said, Sid, you know, of course, uh, they usually have Thanksgiving off in the NBA. So that's why there are no games Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that way this will give uh, the fam- you know, the, the players a chance to spend time with their families. Now we have a, we have a busy schedule coming up this weekend, but we'll talk about that in a, in a, in a couple of days. Yes, we'll talk about that. Uh, Lakina, uh, since we have less than a minute left before we uh, hit the bottom of the hour break, uh, I was listening to Locked on NBA podcast uh, this time last week, and they said that DeMar DeRosa could be a surprise um, candidate for MVP. And I said, I can see that because of his back-to-back 30-plus performances against the Clippers and the Lakers. I know Steph Curry is your leader right now, and so be it. Will you take DeMar – Will does DeMar DeRosa belong in the top three as far as MVP consideration is concerned I think in your should. mind? I think so. I think he's definitely okay. right there. I think he's definitely right there in the uh, in the team photo. I think he totally deserves to be right there in, like, the top three and five for mm-hmm. MVP discussion. Of course, it's, it's, you know, Steph 
you know, it's it, you know, you got Steph, of course, you've got KD. I know he's been, you know, banged up the last couple. You of got days. Giannis too. Giannis, of course. So you got to think that those are kind of like your top three right now. You got to think the roses up there. Um, who else? Um, I'm trying to think who else. I was gonna say up. maybe Jason Tatum, but I was he'll gonna be say in maybe. Yeah, I'll say yeah, maybe Tatum might be up there too. Cause I think he's the reason that you know Boston's still up there. Like I said before, with Brown being out the last couple of weeks. He's kind of kept the Celtics afloat, so you got to think mm-hmm. he's definitely up there as well. Bradley Beal is another guy. You got to think he definitely should good call. Get some, good call. Get some yeah. deserving, uh, get some deserving a shot at possibly MVP. So yeah, I think DeRosa definitely has a, a chance. Donovan Mitchell, of course, he'll, I know he'll say, "Hey, don't forget about me." And he should, and you know, we shouldn't. Luca, I know Luca's had his struggles because you know the Mavericks have struggled. So mm-hmm. you got to think, but you got to think that the top three right now are Steph, KD. And uh, I don't. I don't you know, maybe maybe he's up there as well. Uh, you know, may, maybe some people say maybe CP three. I think. Look, I think I still say CP three. You know, probably should have been up there last year. Yeah. But you know, but I mean, look, I think there look there are a lot. They're like good, good five or six guys. But I think it's definitely a Steph's award right now as of November twenty second. All right. Uh, we hit the bottom of the hour. We have one more segment to go as you're listening to Second City Sports, the Monday edition live in Living Color, along with Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. On the flip side, we'll have your uh, your Saturday in review from Week 12 in college football. Who should be your top four teams in the nation? Uh, uh, there's a couple of teams that uh, that bit the bullet, and Lakina will have her college basketball notes as well. You're listening to Second City Sports right here on Sports Zone Chicago. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. NFL, the Bears lost their fifth straight following 16-13 at home against the Ravens. Chicago's Andy Dalton threw two touchdown passes after Justin Fields left the game with a rib injury in the third quarter. Chicago was on top 13-9 with a minute 41 remaining. The Ravens answered with a 72-yard touchdown drive. Devonta Freeman with a three-yard run with 22 seconds left to go ahead. The Ravens were playing without starting quarterback Lamar Jackson. He was ruled ineligible 90 minutes before kickoff. Quick turnaround for the Bears. They'll play this Thursday afternoon at Detroit. NHL the Blackhawks shut out the Canucks one to nothing. Chicago 6-10-2 with the win. Brandon Hagel with the only goal Chicago needed. Mark Andre Fleury with 40 stops in net. NBA the Bulls beat the Knicks 109-103. For lightning fast sports updates, download the Score app. It's free and one of the most popular sports apps in North America. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Finally. A bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. Now, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets during the Tempur-Pedic Black Friday event. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. Ooh. 
Welcome back to Second City Sports. Last segment for this Monday edition, right here, live in Living Color on Sports Zone Chicago. Lakina McGee is she. Sydney Brown is me. <laughs> as uh, as we, let's finish up this Monday edition on a high note, Lakina, and this uh, discussing the Week Twelve action from the world of college football. Lakina, let's get this game out of the way. It was the <coughs> excuse me, uh, the um, highlighted game for. For ABC, number four, Ohio State, the Buckeyes, they destroyed the number seven ranked team in the country, the Michigan State Spartans, 56-7. to C.J. Stroud was the player of the game, 32-35, 432 yards and six touchdown passes. Mr. Um, Master Teague, the third, um, the running back for Ohio State, he had 21 carries, 95 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I had to pronounce his name, Chris Olavi, Olavi had seven. Olive, thank you. Had seven catches, 140 yards, and two scores. Ohio State uh, scored uh, 21 unanswered points to start the game. Uh, it was ugly from the start. Lakina, I, I told you this before we started recording. I turned it off <laughs> after the first quarter. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just a. Uh, uh... Just after the first quarter it was twenty-one nothing, so yeah, that should have been the first start right there. Uh, mm-hmm. Ohio State just dominated from start to finish. You know, four hundred thirty-two yards and six touchdown passes for Mr. C.J. Stroud. I mean, they, you know, Kenneth Walker the, the third wasn't a factor. They just, you know, the Spartans, Sparty just didn't have it. And look, I think Ohio State sort of quietly kind of getting better at the right time, and it sets up that mm-hmm. big game against Michigan. You know, Michigan takes care of business against Maryland, and it sets up. You know, Ohio State and Michigan for the Big Twelve, the Big Ten uh, East Division, and you know, there's your big news Saturday game, and we'll talk more about that on uh, Wednesday. But uh, yeah, so just a, a big, you know, just a big performance by Ohio State. Um, all right, Cincinnati. Uh, look, I think Luke Fickle wanted his team to kind of like uh, send a message to the uh, the playoff folks, and they did just that. They beat <laughs> a pretty good SMU team. You know, nine and a nine and. Uh, an eight and three SNUT. They they, they these this team had eight wins, but they dominated. And Desmond Ritter had three touchdown passes, also a touchdown run. And I think they sent a message that hey, you know what? Don't forget about us. Yeah, but another team they can say uh, don't forget about us is Alabama, the number two team in the country. They defeated the SEC rival Arkansas Razorbacks, ranked number twenty one at the moment, forty two thirty five. Mister Bryce Young for Alabama. He had a, a heck of a day, 559 yards passing for five touchdown passes. Mr. Brian Robinson Jr. ran that ball for the Crimson Tide 27 times for 122 yards. And for the Crimson for the Crimson Tide, uh, Williams had eight catches for 190 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I think Arkansas, they had a fake uh, field goal that went for a touchdown, but mm-hmm. they just couldn't, you know, they just couldn't stop uh, Alabama's offense, so... You know, that's just set up a, a Georgia versus Alabama for the SEC title in a couple of weeks. And, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, big, uh, big upset here. I guess you can call it that Utah just hammered uh, Oregon 38 to seven dominated from start to finish. Tavion Thomas had three rushing, t- rushing touchdowns. Cameron rising through for 170, 178 yards, you know, had mm-hmm. a rushing touchdown and it was actually their defense. Uh, also, too, uh, they rushed for 208 yards combined. So that was a big, you know, big get for them. And and look, that 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 derails Oregon's chances of going to the playoff. Way to go, Oregon. 
but yeah, uh, but it looks like they sealed the the Pac-12 South, and you know that's you know that that just a dom- just a dominate uh, win for Utah. What did I say on Friday, Lakina? I said this was a bigger bigger game for Utah. All the even though the pressure was on Oregon, and I didn't think they were going to end up at number four at the end of the season, but it was a bigger game for Utah. Like you said, they were been up and down, and they showed that they were the better team on Saturday. They uh, that I didn't expect them to dominate Oregon the way they did. Yeah, absolutely did not expect that at all. Uh, Oklahoma with a nice bounce back win against Iowa State. So they, but they needed a uh, Baylor to lose. They did not. They they uh, beat K State. So it sets up that bedlam game between Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State took care of business. You know they won their game. So this could be a, a preview of the Big Twelve title game coming up. Uh, OK State, of course, they beat Texas Tech, shutting them out twenty three nothing. Baylor beat K State twenty to ten, and you know Oklahoma. Uh, hold held off Iowa State 28-21. So mm-hmm. you know, to all like I said, it sets up sets up that great bedlam uh, game against them, and should that should be a fun one on Saturday. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But Clemson, uh, sort of yeah. you know, play a little spoiler there, upsetting <laughs> Wake Forest, and uh, Clemson saying that, hey, look, we're still here. You know, don't get it twisted. Kobe Pace had 191 yards mm-hmm. and two touchdowns. Will Shipley had 112 uh, rushing yards and two touchdowns. So they had like over 300 yards and four touchdowns combined. Uh, DJ Ugule had 208 yards and a touchdown pass. You know, Shipley also had a touchdown pass. So uh, Clemson playing a little bit of spoiler there for the Demon Deacons. Yeah, I kind of hinted at this uh, on Friday show, Lakina. Clemson, even though this is not their year to win the national championship, of course, they don't have the uh, the score uh, the stud quarterback, i.e. Trevor Lawrence, like they had the last uh, deep Debo Debo Swinney had has had the last four years, but uh, I kind of figured that Wake Forest, no one's talking about them, and no no one is giving them any props. But but hey, yeah, Clemson they had the home field advantage. Uh, they took advantage of, of uh, the Demon Deacons' mistakes, especially early, and they cruised on to a twenty uh, point victory. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Wisconsin uh, setting up, uh, looks like they're in the driver's seat in the Big Ten West. They held off with uh, Nebraska, I should say, 35-28 there. Uh, Illinois, uh, you know, could not pull off the upset at Kinnick Stadium. They (laughs) lost to Iowa (laughs) 33-23. What? 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 I didn't think they were going to pull it off. Uh, UT San Antonio held off. They had a, a fake. They they pulled a, a field goal, a fake field goal, because it wouldn't have done them any good. But they were able to throw a touchdown, and they were able to stay undefeated. No one's really talking about them, but uh, Roadrunner's still undefeated. Beep beep. <laughs> uh, and speaking of getting back on track, the Purdue Boilermakers going back to the Big Ten. They defeated Northwestern thirty-two fourteen in the um, football game that was played in Wrigley Field. It actually looked better this time than it did a decade ago when Northwestern Illinois tried to play there. A college football game there. Now, I'm uh, sure you heard this question throughout the whole week in Lakina. I think it was brought up to Northwestern's head coach, Pat Fitzgerald. Do you think that the city of Chicago should host a bowl game there at Wrigley Field every year? I don't know if they could, they're going to do that. I mean, I, I feel like maybe, you know, of course, the weather might be an issue. I mean, I know Chicago mm-hmm. is always a, 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 
a, a tourist city, but not for mm-hmm. no bowl game. So if, if look, if the Soldier Field had a dome over it, and maybe we would be having this conversation about the Bears perhaps moving to Arlington Heights, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> Just saying. But you know the the Yankee Stadium, they have a bowl game every year. I know the the Fenway Park has been used over the years, uh, mm-hmm. occasionally for a football game. Why not Wrigley Field? Mm, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll we'll <laughs> see. But uh, yeah, but, but it was a nice atmosphere there, and you know, Purdue, you know, got a bounce back win against Northwestern. Uh, UCLA won the Battle of Los Angeles. Um, you know, they much needed that. Uh, needed that win after they had lost a couple in a row. 60, 62 32 uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson had four touchdown passes, also two touchdown, uh, rushing touchdowns, I should say. So it wasn't, yeah, yeah. All the SC fans are just like, yeah, just waiting for the season to be over with. But the good news is that UCLA is now bowl eligible with their seven and four wins at seven and four. So I guess Chip Kelly keeps his job. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Looks like it for now. Uh, speaking of um, uh, keeping your status, uh, the Pitt State Nittany Lions, they shut out Rutgers 28 to nothing in Happy Valley. And the your favorite team, I'm using air quotes here for those listening back on the podcast, <laughs> uh, Lakina's number eight ranked Notre Dame fighting Irish. They shut out the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in South Bend 55 nothing. Mm. I'm going uh, to hell, I know. <laughs> West Virginia uh, beat. <laughs> she just moved on. No comment. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, Florida, Florida State won a couple in a row. They beat uh, Boston College 26-23. And uh, Florida, unfortunately, lost to Mizzou. And Dan Mullen has been let go as head coach. He was let go yesterday. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, that that's not. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there in Florida. I don't know if it's the recruiting or is it just that. Maybe you know the personnel just isn't there, or maybe the coaching just isn't there. Maybe they need a new voice. I don't know. Don't ask me why. I don't know who's going to get the job. Who knows? But it'll be interesting. That's another high-profile job that's now that's now in the need of a new head coach. Yeah, back to Big Ten action. Minnesota dominates Indiana, thirty-five to fourteen. So Minnesota looks like PJ Fleck and his crew starting to turn things around in the university of miami the you the 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 you they picked up a, a 12 point victory over virginia tech 38 26 could the hurricanes be ball eligible yeah they need to they gotta win uh yeah they they have to win in order to get that to get that uh to get that bowl eligible and i think and i believe florida has to be florida state uh one of them has to it's going to be eligible too. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in uh, in a couple of days. But yeah, they've got to, you know, they they've got to be Florida in order to become bowl. Eligible. The winner gets the winner is bowl eligible. So we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. And what happened to my Arizona State Sun Devils? Herm Edwards, come on, you played to win the game. They lose to the Oregon State Beavers, twenty four ten. Yeah, lost another t- a tough one. It, it's just it, it's just injuries too. I think they just did not. You know, their injuries have kind of gotten to them this year. I think they lost one of their old line guys very early on. And they just haven't been able to kind of get together. So that's why that, you know, they unfortunately could not. And, you know, they they, they had to have, have Utah winning. They had to keep winning. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. And guess what? Ed Orgeron, his uh, last uh, coaching you know, tour with LSU, they picked up a 27-14 victory over Louisiana Monroe. I mean, yeah. I mean, look. I think whoever whoever makes those kind of schedules, like earlier in this, like later in the season, mm-hmm. you, 
you uh play a uh a FCS team, but you know, again, it is what it is. But uh, you know, a nice win for him. And I think they got I think they have one more game on, on, you know until he finishes. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, but again, we'll we'll get to you know later this week. But uh yeah, gonna be very interesting though. We'll we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk more about these games coming up. A lot of rivalry games. You got the Apple Cup, which you Washington, Washington State. Of course, you got the Bedlam, which you know has a lot of state there, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, of course, Michigan and Ohio State. So a lot still to be decided in the in the Big Ten and uh and everything else. Also, too, with uh, a lot of playoff implications still. I know the rankings will be released, I believe, tomorrow as far as the top mm-hmm. four teams uh, in the in the country. Lakina, does Ohio State move up there now with Oregon losing? Who's your top four teams in college? Mm-hmm. In the college football playoff. Well, we know Oregon won't be up there anymore. So <laughs> shocking. Yeah, well, we'll 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 you know we'll tell them bye bye. Uh, I think the top two will stay the same. I think Georgia and uh, mm-hmm. Alabama. Yeah, I think those two will be there. I think since he moves up, I think the fact that you know Luke Fickle challenged his team to beat a pretty solid SMU team, they did just that. And some people are saying maybe Notre Dame might sneak up there should they beat Stanford. But I think a lot still has to happen for them to even get up there. Um, maybe Oklahoma State can sneak up there as well. I mean, I think especially if they beat Oklahoma on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But again, we'll have to wait and see. Still, like I said before, still a lot to be determined. Still, I was going to ask you about this team, but I think I'll save it till Wednesday. But I'll just put it out there. Just uh, if you went to school back in the day, like like we did, this is your rough draft question. Let's just say, Lakina, that. Mm-hmm. Michigan beats Ohio State and Jim Harbaugh finally gets over the hump. Does Michigan uh-huh. belong in the top four? If they well, beat Ohio State this Saturday. Well, yeah, I think they can. I think they can kind of be up there at the top. But like I said, also, too, they have to face Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game, so they got to beat them in order to get into the playoffs. So they still got a lot of work to do, even if they do beat Ohio State. Because Ohio State's knocking at the door, and I think yeah. they should be up there in the top four right now. Especially after what they did to Michigan State, good grief! And it probably will be at number three, I think. So we'll we'll see what happens. Like I said, still, like I said, still a lot to be sorted out. So we we just don't know. And I think there's still a lot of there's still a lot of things, especially when it comes to you know divisions and stuff like that. So still, there's still a lot to be determined. Yes, and we'll see what happens there. We'll bring you the results of those um, results on our show, which we'll have on Wednesday because of the Thanksgiving holiday. So make sure you listen to Second City Sports on our next show this coming Wednesday from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on uh, Sports Zone Chicago. You're listening to Second City Sports Live and in Living Color. Sid Lakina here with you. Uh, we still got about at least less than 10 minutes left. Lakina, you had a couple of nuggets from the world of college hoops. I uh, saw that Michigan, our guy, Jawan Howard, Chicago's very own, they dropped one yesterday. Yeah, lost a tough one to Arizona. But look, Tommy Lloyd, who is the new head coach there, I mean, he's got those guys playing well. They're undefeated. I believe they're 6-0 right now. And they beat them in a one of the holiday tournaments, I think, that in Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. So, look, you got a lot. Look, all this stuff, you know, you're, the people are going to be playing in, in uh, I believe they're still playing in Maui. I think. I'm not sure. But, you know, you get all these uh, holiday tournaments. I know Purdue beat North Carolina and uh, Villanova yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the holiday tournaments that can and uh and where is this where is this one at uh yeah so like I said there's so many holiday tournaments going on right now and you know you gotta 
Kella, so they're 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 five and zero. Oh, uh, but yeah, I mean, you're still dealing with you know this week, and also to uh, Illinois, they get Kofi Cockburn back. You know, they play Cincy tonight, and uh, they were two and one, lost a tough one to uh, Marquette. So, um, you know, the Hall of Fame Classic there, presented by Hotels.com. So. You know, they, they, you know, that should Hope be Mr. will have a monster game tonight because yeah. uh, Illinois definitely needs it. Yeah, they definitely need him. Uh, let's see. UCLA uh, plays uh, one of the holiday tournaments as well. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so you got a lot, like I said, you got a lot of holiday tournaments going on mm-hmm. in some, in very, all over the country. I think the Bahamas, you know, they're going to be starting their tournament in a couple of days. Of course, you got the Maui tournament. I don't know. If there's I don't know if it's going to be in Maui. I'll, I'll check, but you got. I think. Hold on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you still got. Look, you got a lot of these you know, great holiday tournaments going on. So, you know, it's in Vegas this year, of course. You know, since they, you know, Hawaii, they're not going to let anybody play. They could, couldn't. They were going to be able to have fans. So, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, they're still. It's still going to. It's going to be in Vegas. So, you know, you couldn't go to Hawaii, but look, I think Vegas is the next best thing. So, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah. it's nice to yeah, yeah, it's nice to see things starting to get back to normal here. But even though we're going to cold and flu season, but you know we we were begging for some sports last year, especially in college college football and basketball. Basketball around this time of year, as you mentioned, the holiday tournaments, we didn't see that a year ago. Now you're starting to see them. Even a couple of tournaments on alternate places. It's nice to see fans back in the stands, the cheerleaders on the sidelines, and mm-hmm. um, just fans just going crazy. Yeah, I think that's what the, that's the thing that was missing last year, not being able yeah. to have you know the bands and the cheerleaders and the palm squads, you know, right there. And people running them. on the court. <laughs> exactly. So it's good to have. It's nice to have that back. But uh, look, Ohio State and Seton Hall, you know, they're remember Seton Hall upset Michigan uh, last week, so they're playing at four minors in a tournament there. That's at five o'clock on FS1. So make sure you guys check that that out as well florida and cal you know they're playing another one of the holiday tournaments i think they're playing that same tournament if i'm not mistaken so that's another that should be another good one uh as well so yeah so a lot a lot still you know a lot of you know great games you've got of course Notre Dame is playing in in that in that maui tournament in las vegas so you know they're playing st mary's in the first round of that tournament so that should be a fun one a lot of perspective of Mike Bray this year, you know, they've struggled the last couple of years. So um, not saying he's on a hot seat, but I think if you're, I think you want to have a good showing if you're Mike Bray. So we'll see what happens there. Any more nuggets or tidbits from the world of college hoops? I'm trying to see now. Like I said before, like I said, I mean, Arizona's looked really good so far. Uh We'll see UCLA and, and the Zags, I and mean, we'll see them play in a cup in about a week. So that should be a fun. Also, too, shout out to Jim, Jim Calhoun, who's a, already a Hall of Famer, won three national championships. He was coaching at Division Three St. Joseph's the last couple of years. He's officially reached at, over the D3 level. Uh, he has officially decided uh, he's going to retire. So, you know, look, he's still in the Hall of Fame, but, uh, you know, he, I guess he just wanted to figure that you know this was this is it for him. So you know, nice you know, happy retirement once again by him. Yep, congratulations to him on on a great coaching career. You're listening to Second City Sports on a Monday edition, live in the Living Color. See Lakina here with you, Lakina. We have a couple minutes left. Uh, let's give this team a, 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 a 
a shout out of uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Their uh, winning streak came to an end last Saturday with the five uh, two loss to the Edmonton Oilers. But they bounced back last night with a good one nothing win at the Vancouver Canucks. Mark Andre Fleury was the story with 40 saves. Brandon Hagel netted home his third, his fifth goal of the year in the third period of uh, the Blackhawks are now 6-10 and 2 on the season they'll resume their road trip the last game of their road trip tomorrow night at 8 p.m. against the Calgary Flames there the Calgary Calgary is 11-3 and 5 on the year they're a good young uh fast team let's see the Hawks can clamp down on uh, on them with uh with their strong de- defensive play uh, as they, they they display ever since a uh, new interim coach Derek King has uh, taken over the bench. Of course, wrapping up the schedule for the Hawks this week. Friday's game against St. Louis has been moved from noon to two thirty, mm-hmm. and and this game will not be seen on ABC. They'll be seen on ESPN Plus and Hulu. So Friday's game against St. Louis the day after Thanksgiving at two thirty p.m. will be at two thirty p.m. from the United Center. That game can be seen on ESPN Plus and Hulu. And then of course next Sunday is Hockey Fights Cancer Night as they'll host the San Jose Sharks at six p.m. Lakina, I, I, I was one of those silly fools that said that the Blackhawks can make it to the playoffs. It's still a long way to go, but it was nice for them. Uh, to bounce back after losing Saturday night at Edmonton. It was nice for them to bounce back with a good one nothing win at Vancouver yesterday. Yeah, that was a really nice win. And what 40 saves for Marc-Andre Fleury. Look, we'll see if they can. Look, they've been playing very well since King took over as, as interim mm-hmm. coach. And they've actually been playing better. They actually look like a competent you know, team again. And yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I kind of feel like. You know, I know with all the stuff that's been going on off the ice, you know, mm-hmm. look, there's nothing you can do about that. You know, let, let's cheer for the guys that are on the ice and see if they can finish strong and perhaps maybe make a run at the, at the playoffs. Who knows? I mean, look, weird things happen in the NHL. There's still a lot, lot of uh, games left to be played in this season. Uh, uh, Carolina's looked really good. I mean, they've had, what, 14-2-0 as of this recording. Just, yeah. a, just an amazing uh, showing by them. Uh, Connor McDavid, I mean, he's been, you know, just a, a amazing. Calgary's looked really good, you mm-hmm. know, at 11, 11 and three and, and five. So that, that, you know, still look, I mean, so far, I mean, that, that's looking pretty good. Also, of course, Florida, you mm-hmm. know, despite, you know, they've had to change coaches and such, but they're still yeah. playing very well. And the LA Kings are starting to come up too. I checked out a couple mm-hmm. of their, their games. Uh, they were in the same position as the Blackhawks. And now the look, they look like they, they're a competent team. So there's some other good stories around hockey. I know congratulations to New York Islanders. They're playing in their new building. Mm-hmm. I know they lost on Saturday, but uh, I know they're one of the big uh, contenders, uh, according to some experts, for them to win the Stanley Cup. So we'll see if they could turn things around here. Yeah. Also, too, um, who else has kind of turned the corner? Uh, I mean, like I said, for Carolina, they've won they've won four in a row. The Anaheim Ducks with 23 points at 10, 5, and 3. Yeah, yeah, they've looked really good as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah, so I think, look, I think you're starting to kind of still sort of think, things are still kind of sorting, you know, in, in that sense. And, look, there's still a lot to be determined. So, look, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that, this, that the Hawks will make a playoff run, but they they – They've looked pretty good the last couple of weeks, so we'll see if they can vote. Yeah, and also Edmonton, too. We just mentioned them with their win against the Hawks on Saturday. They were one of the top teams in the rest of the conference. Kind of McDavid and Leo still. We saw them a, a, a couple of seasons ago in the bubble. where They gave the Hawks what they can handle, but those two guys, my goodness. Whew, especially yeah. Connor McDavid. He can I light know. up the lamp. Is he the MVP right now, you think? I think so. 
I do too. Yeah, I think like he's been he is determined. So I, I think he really wants to advance in the playoffs. So we'll see if they're able to do just that. Yep. So the, the, there's your quick look around the National Hockey League in the Chicago Blackhawks. Lakina, another great show today, right here on Second City Sports, right here on Sports Zone Chicago for a Monday. Lakina, we have a programming on. We you kind of uh, dropped some hints because of the Thanksgiving holiday. We will be here on Wednesdays. So yes, normally we don't um, broadcast on Wednesdays, but for this occasion, we'll broadcast on Wednesday because. Uh, we all know that the day after Thanksgiving, everybody's out shopping or working or spending time with your families, as we'll we'll be doing, uh, taking some time off, reflecting and, and and getting prepped for the holiday season. So the next episode of Second City Sports Live in the Living Color will be this Wednesday from noon to two p.m. Central Standard Time. A special edition of Second City Sports coming up on Wednesday. That's two days from now. That's this Wednesday from noon to two p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on Sports Zone Chicago. You can also watch. Our show on Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook, Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube, and download that Sports Zone Chicago app. So our next episode will be this Wednesday, right here on um, on Sports Zone Chicago, noon to two p.m. Central Standard Time. Yep. So off. Yeah. So also too, we'll hopefully we'll have our girl Christy Manica join mm-hmm. us at one thirty at her usual time. You know, on Wednesday. Remember, we're on Wednesday, folks. So please, please, please make a note of that. You know, we're still gonna we're gonna have our picks. We're gonna you know preview uh, lions and bears. Yay! Uh, <laughs> you know, we should have some. Yeah, we should have some special props for that game because we know everybody's gonna be watching. So we we should we should do something fun on Wednesday, Lakina. It shouldn't be all bad. <laughs> no, 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 it shouldn't. No, it really should. Of course, you know, we'll we'll also preview some of the rivalry games. You know, this is the last last one, the last week of the season in college football. So. It's gone by so fast. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah. And we're already in week 12 of the NFL season. So, still a lot to, you know, yeah, it's going by quick, folks. So, we're definitely, we're going to get gonna get most of it as soon as we can. But, uh, yeah, it should be a fun show Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. You can follow me at Keita McGee on the Twitter and at Keita Score McGee on the IG. You can follow your truly Sydney Brown on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-80. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app. You can listen to our and watch our any of our live shows. If you miss them, they're archived. You can watch and listen to them at your own leisure. Make sure you follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to War on Anchor. You can catch the audio version of this podcast. We are available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. Make sure you type in those search engine boxes on those podcast platforms, W-A-R-R on Anchor. And you can follow War Media at W-A-R-R Media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, at W-A-R-R Media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you very much for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. All right. Take us home. All right. For Sid, I'm Lakina. This has been Second City Sports on SportsZone Chicago. And like, if you're not going to get vaccinated, at least wear your mask and wash your hands. Also, to enjoy the sports and, and be good to each other and be safe out there, everybody. This has been Second City Sports on SportsZone Chicago. And remember, we'll see you Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Till then, go, Bulls. Holla.